All right, welcome to the Catch Up and Rally podcast, a space where you get to catch up with the boys, uh, and then of course continue rallying. I am here with the one, the only, Trey Fisher, numero Trey. What's up? Trey, Trey Fisher, how are you? I'm doing great, man. I'm feeling, you know, feeling good, feeling a little nervous. It's like, I think my first time ever doing a podcast. I so love that. Very new. Well, we're both still very new, um, <laughs> but having fun. And uh, and I have I have a delicious beverage with me. You have one for yourself. I do. It's just uh, it's called uh, Yellow Rose Smash IPA. It's pretty pretty yummy. Ooh! Now you're a man of the sky, um, which I'm sure we'll get into more during this pod. But but where are you right now? Because like you could be fucking anywhere. Oh yeah, I am anywhere right now. I'm in uh, I'm in Houston, Texas, and you know this past week I've been Chicago, Riverside, California, Austin. Now I'm here, hanging in the past here. week. Yeah, in the past week. Yeah. Jesus, you are just mobbing all over the place. I'm trying, you know. I'm just trying to get a good lay of the land, you know. <laughs> I got a couple warm up questions for you. Uh, what what do you notice as you travel and you stay in hotels and you go to like the little grocery stores? First of all, who has the best beer selection? Where is the spot with the beers Trey's trying to drink? Ooh, man, that's a tough. Uh, you know, weirdly enough, I was in Chicago recently visiting a a, a real one of my best friends from high school and. I hadn't seen him in a while, and they took me down to this. Shout out to him. Oh, yeah. Shout out to him. Victor Hicked. Man, love that guy. Victor. Um, so they took me down to this, you know, like beer and wine store. And I'll tell you what. I had – I was sitting there for about like 25 minutes looking at all the selections. It was unbelievable. I ended up settling for a, a six-pack of sours. I've been getting into those sour beers lately. It's delicious. Nice. Yeah. I mean, good sours are so tasty. Oh, they're so good. And I lo- thankfully, I lucked out with this one. This, this one was tasty. I'll be honest, too. Like, this might be blasphemous, but, like, a, especially with some ice to kind of, like, oh, yeah. tone oh. down the pucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Actually, you know like that. What? Do you know who I was just having a drink with uh, yesterday in Austin or two days ago in Austin? Uh, I don't. Fucking Nick Sterling from Hong Kong. No way. Yeah, man. It was on he and his wife live in Austin now. So I like, you know, and I kind of knew I'd seen him there before. I gave him a call. They he picked me up, went over his house, went out to a bar for some delicious, you know, food truck Thai food. And uh, once again, I got a sour. It was a, you know, limey, lime, lemon, lime sour. It's amazing. Dude, tacos, a lemon, lime sour in Austin, Texas. It sounds delightful. Yeah, and like a, a charming British man who is a great, a great <laughs> yeah. fly half. Shout out to Guido Phillips. <laughs> Dude, shout out to all those boys. God, it's been so long. Oh, it's so funny. Um, all right. Well, hey, I got one more warm up question for you because, like, I, I got to ask this. I feel like this is the million dollar pilot question. Um, are you allowed to listen to music while you fly a plane? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You can listen to music. I mean, a lot of guys have like these Bluetooth head- headsets, they just plug their phone in. I mean, you know, there's certain times that it's appropriate to listen to music and other times that aren't, you know. Um, oh, I think, yeah. You know, like when you're when you're taking uh, basically if you're out, if you're up at cruise, just hanging out, 
absolutely music is you know when you got when you're flying with some of those guys that just don't really like to talk i mean music is encouraged that's awesome like because i've always wondered like is it kind of like a radio situation you know you've been in there you know some quiet times you're like what you know is, are there podcasts on are you putting albums on like what, oh, yeah, what's, I mean, what's I, your I, I just i mean i have so i just i try to go through as many you know music you know if i find a song that i like on spotify i'm like okay go to the radio for that song and then i find you know a ton of a ton of other good songs so i have this huge liked music playlist you know and i man i play that when i'm up there just listen it's been usually only when you know i'm flying with a guy that doesn't and it's it's you know, it happens every now and then you fly with some guy that just like wants to hang out and just not talk, you know, and that's, that's fine. And I'll just listen to music, you know, it's, but yeah, you can definitely listen to music up there. And do you have it like playing in the cabin or is it, or like the cockpit or is it just in your headphones? Yeah. So, well, it's, I, I don't know why I didn't mention this first. Yeah. When it comes to like playing music. So when I first, uh, when I first started kind of flying with this company, especially, you know, like my last one, I always flew with the same guy. Um, so this one, I flow, you know, it's a bunch of different dudes. And the last couple, like, older guys have flown with will be, like, you know, we'll be on the ground in the cockpit kind of getting everything set up and, you know, filling out paperwork and whatever it is we have to do. And these guys have these Bluetooth speakers. They just kind of hang from the windshield and just they, – they just, like, blast 70s rock. And, <laughs> I mean, honestly, it kind of gets you pumped up. You know, you're just sitting there, like, getting ready to take this massive plane out flying and going across the country somewhere. And these guys are just rocking out to their, you know – their old rock music hell yeah dude that's awesome i mean i'll be honest i if i was gonna guess i was gonna say i bet it's like a heavy classic rock crowd yeah, um absolutely it, you know maybe some like maybe some like 80s music but um i had a hunch you were you were listening to a lot of that stuff which is pretty awesome yeah yeah i mean when i got my when i got my headphones in and i'm just like hanging out by myself i mean you know i got all those different playlists going but yeah when it's when it's the captain playing music I, it's i i guarantee you it's going to be some you know 70s rock when you're going when you're solo you got like the big liked music playlist the big range yeah yeah that's you know, awesome all... you, you have like a set album that's like that's my flying album you know honestly like Every now and then, yeah, there's some, sometimes I'll just listen to them on shuffle, but every now and then I've got this, uh, <laughs> I've got this playlist called Reflection and it's just a bunch of these like movie scores and classical music that I kind of just sit there and, you know, I don't know, look down and ponder life and listen to these nice tunes in my ears. I definitely, That's definitely, awesome. Yeah, I definitely do that sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um well, Trey, speaking of flying planes and, and, and getting stoked on some classic rock, I want to ask you um, kind of like the first the first big question I was wondering, Trey, what are you fired up about right now? Man, I will tell you what, I'm fired up about this coming month. Man, I, you know, it, it, I'm fired up to get married to the woman I love. And I, the, the closer we get to it, the more excited I'm getting. And not only do I get to marry, you know, the – you know, my other half, my better half, love of my life, but I get to see my family, get to see the boys, and we all just get to hang out at my house, in my hometown. Um, I, I cannot, t I can't express enough how pumped up I am about it. Oh, my God. True love, beautiful thing. Um, Tiffany Floor, big time uh, shout out. Huge shout uh, out, yeah. Gotta love that girl. What a babe. Um, <laughs> what a babe, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. Kara and I have been talking for weeks about how fired up we are for this. Um, just to, like spend some time in Memphis and, and especially with the rally death squadron. Um, it's going to be unreal. Yeah. And, and of course, like a chance to meet your family and, and the, and the other significant people in your life and, and to try and make a good impression. You know what I mean? Be like, this is, this is the squad that, that buoys rally town. And, um, (laughs) it's just going to be so sweet. There's going to be so much boot stomping music. Oh, I know, man. And and you know what? I'm going to give a little shout out to Stevie Frano for bringing up that, that last minute idea for that Airbnb. Oh, you know, because beforehand, you know, it was kind of the Airbnb is going to be close to my house or Midtown or whatever near that bar. And then he was just like, you know what? I'm going to put put my foot down here. This is also a reunion weekend. And, you know, just sent that Airbnb out, you know, to downtown. You guys are going to love that area. Man, downtown Memphis is a blast. And, and Frano brings up a great point, right? Like this is it's not just about that. Um, it's about all of us getting together and, and making the most of this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The wedding, um, the wedding is just in the morning on Friday, you know, then you guys, everyone's got the whole weekend to kind of, you know, have a blast. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I can't wait. Uh, how, like, do you have any thoughts or ideas on that or, or should we save that? Like thoughts and ideas of like what you got of like what we should do. Well, you said like the wedding's Friday. Like, or is there things on the booklet for Saturday, or are we keeping that no, a surprise? No, Saturday is uh, Saturday is I think pretty open for really anything that you know anyone wants to do. I think. So, um, all you know, I, I say that now, and I might might talk to Tiffany tomorrow, and that's actually not the not the case. But all right, I, I not that I need much selling, but you when you initially said it you were like uh this band that's performing in memphis one of my favorite bands they're going to be performing for our wedding talk me through a little bit of this what am i looking forward to because god knows i'm ready to dance but just you know prepare me mentally a little bit shit i i don't know how to describe these guys i mean man nick black another big shout out to that guy i love that dude tiffany and i have been you know going around every time we hear that they're playing and you know they're a memphis band but there's this uh they used to play at this bar called Lafayette's music house in uh, midtown. And every time they played there, Tiffany and I would make sure to be there and, you know, just have a grand old time seeing these guys. Cause I mean, this dude's energy, I mean, his music, his skills on the guitar and his band behind him. I mean, they're just unbelievable. And they play, they play all sorts of music. And if they play covers, it's, you know, only at the end of the night and it's their versions of the covers, you know, it's, I mean, I, they're, I, I want to say they're a classic Memphis band, so it's almost like blues rock meets like, you know, normal age rock, and uh, it's it's hard to kind of describe them, but they're a big band. You know, they got the keyboard, they got the horn section, they got the drums, they got the backup singers, and then you got Nick, you know. That sounds awesome. And you're yeah. saying they're high energy. They're not like a low-key blues band. Oh, yeah, no, no. They're high energy, yeah. This dude, this dude lives to perf- to just you know perform. I mean, he. Yo, let's go. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be great. I am so fired up. Gonna be gonna be sweaty, you know. <laughs> oh god, dude, you're bringing the big dog to a Memphis wedding in the summer. Like that was a ruthless move. <laughs> if if I could attend in like a classy speedo, I would. But like, I'd still be glistening. Oh my yeah. God. I yeah, mean, well, like, you 
Neil's Neil Lofgren's wedding was late July or sorry, late June in Vermont, high nineties out in the sun. And I was sweating through my suit jacket. <laughs> like I, I had a light gray suit jacket and I had a dark gray circle in the back. Okay, and, so, you, so you went with the perfect coloring for a, for a nice yes, sweaty day. Yes. Yeah. And Trey, Trey, I don't know if you know this about me, but I don't sweat in one location. Uh, like <laughs> oh, the, oh, the, I know. the hands get playtime, <laughs> the head, the feet, my knees. I was sweating through my knees in my suit pants. So I had like two friggin' sweaty knee pads. <laughs> Kara's like sitting there trying to fan me. I'm all embarrassed as we walk down to the after party because I look like I friggin' I just played a football game. We just sat still in a field. That's incredible. Yeah. Okay. So, so you know, safe hey. to say, I'm nervous about Memphis in June. <laughs> well, you know, I think we should think we should start thinking about some 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 darker suit colors. Maybe some options, dude. Yeah, the the summer suits that are a little light, not the, <laughs> not those uh, fall and winter heavy ones. <laughs> I'm gonna show up wearing black. They're gonna be like, are, "Are you dressed for a funeral? Like, what's going on?" I'm be like, "No, nah, yeah. dude, no." Nah, uh, you know, it's strategy, yeah. okay? You can't it, it sweat was, through black. Uh, it, it was dark blue a, cu- a couple hours ago. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, come on, dude. That's ruthless. Yeah, this oh, is yeah. navy blue, okay? Black. <laughs> yeah. Tired uh, of this I mean, shit. Hey, remember the Hong Kong times? Walk outside, immediately sweat, you know? You oh, my God, yeah. two shirts in your backpack. <laughs> sweat and suffocate, dude. A little bit of smog. Sweat. Yeah. Sweat and suffocate. Try to jump in, water some cool you down. Boom, poison water. You know, that's a tell me you have some swimming holes pegged for the weekend. I've got, because, a, like, you know what? I've got a swimming hole pegged for the weekend. I don't know about multiple. That's fine. I, yeah. One good one's all I need. Yeah, yeah. So there's this one that's up on a, you know, it's a little definitely going to be a little bit of a drive from you guys, but not too bad of a drive from me. Um, so, you know, if we all like meet in my house, there's like this, there's like, it's, it's a mile out in the woods that you got to walk. And Obviously we're going to be meeting at your house. You don't think Frank's going to be charming your family the entire time. <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. I'm excited for that. Like... Yeah, watching, watching, watching Bizzle just make his moves around the party and, you know, take all the ladies out to have the best dance of their life. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't wait for it. <laughs> Frankie's going to be, Frankie's going to be in full form. Memphis. <laughs> A southern wedding with the southern like <laughs> gentleman expectations. I mean, it, it's it's going to be incredible. Yeah, it will be. He's going to be dancing with the aunts, the little kids. It's going to be a beautiful thing. <laughs> it will be a beautiful thing. Oh man, yeah. So we'll be there. That sounds great. Need a swim hole. Um, yeah, for a swimming summer. You know, it's you on know what? This river, also, uh... You know what? Also tends to require a a. a re- or a, a swimming hole after after we engage in it. Wait, wait, yeah, wait. Tell me. You gotta guess. You gotta, you gotta guess, Trey. Shit, man. Gotta guess. Yeah. What what activity amongst the boys requires a, a river dip upon I mean, completion? Are you talking about a little paper activity? No, Trey. Oh. Come on, get out of the gutter. It's your wedding. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready for that, man. Trey, my family's gonna be in town. Robert Fisher. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Trey, I'm talking about a jug sesh. Oh, of course. And, man, this this swimming hole has got a beach on it. I mean, and it's like a little hidden beach that nobody really knows where it is. I mean, people see it, but they just don't know how to get down to it. So there's going to be sand. 
It's going to be a nice big size beach right on this river called the Wolf River. We got howls all day. Oh, my God. All right. If you're not excited now, I, you need to check your pulse because I, I don't know what to tell you because <laughs> the details Trey just gave us in regards to the band and the swimming hole and just how delightful it's going to be. Man, I, I, I'm already fired up, Trey. Somehow I got more fired up. It's a friggin' five alarm over here in New Hampshire. <laughs> We're calling fire departments from, from hours away to come respond <laughs> to this fired upness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fire departments, maybe some um, fans. This is a good time to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break right here. Uh, we'll come back with more of uh, Robert Fisher the uh, Third right after a word from our sponsors. This episode of Catch Up and Rally is brought to you by. Hey, how you doing? Howdy. Holt T. Ruggins here with Texas Air Company. And I'm here to ask you a question. Have you ever been flying and you're like, wow, this flight's great, but I wish my horse was here? Yeah. You ever been flying and you're like, man, this seat's comfortable, but I wish it was my saddle? Hell yeah. You ever been flying and you're like, man, this, this water's good. These pretzels are nice. I mean, I don't drink white wine, but I'll sip it. But you wish it was a beer? Hell yeah, I love beer. I'm talking Lone Stars. Lone Stars are the beer of choice for a Texas cowboy. And and Texas Air Company is here to customize your flights. T-Bone Willie, why don't you tell them a little bit more about it? Man, there's nothing I like more than a nice Lone Star on my flights especially when I got my my handy AR-15 going on them helicopter hog hunts, Lone Star. And we are here to customize your airplane flights, your helicopter flights. We can fit a a horse on a helicopter. That's fine. Um, T-Bone, why do we call you T-Bone? Well, pretty simple. I'm from Texas, and I like T-Bone steaks. And you get a T-Bone steak free with your first flat customization. Oh, I'm talking shit. 22 ounces of Texas T-Bone right on the flat, cooked medium rare, just the way you like it. Now, I mean, you just can't turn a deal like that down. So if you are interested, please call our number, 1-800-TEXAS, and you will find yourself on the flight of your life. All right. Welcome back to catch up and rally. Uh, Trey Fisher. I got another question for you. I want to know, sir, what are you working on right now? Or really, what have you recently been working on? Man, I have been recently working on, uh, and not, you know, and my next answer might be a little cliche as well. M- myself, man, like uh, both physically and mentally. Uh, when I started this job, I I had to go down to Miami for two and a half months for training. I wasn't allowed to go home. So I was just down there. And, you know, you know, you spend a lot of time on your own and, you know, traveling around like this. We stay in hotels. You got to spend a lot of time on your own. And, you know, when I got down there, I was 
you know, I was like, wow, this is a huge change in life. You know, it's, it's one of those times where I can start maybe snowballing a lot of other changes I've always wanted to make. And, you know, I've started reading more and I, I, I've always been terrible at running, you know, my fitness level when it comes to running has been terrible. And so I started doing that and man, at first I was getting gassed at like a mile and a half. And then all of a sudden I was run, running like three and four or five K's a week, you know, just over, just over a few months. And, uh, since then I've just, man, I've trying to work on myself and get myself back into uh back into fighting shape you know i mean you know tiffany's all about that fitness life and she's always showing me up and you know being the best being the best her all the time and you know i'm kind of trying to strive to be like that as well yeah that's tough competition um yeah, it's tough comp- it, it's impossible competition to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be uh, that. quick side story uh Tiffany was a guest speaker for my leadership class and I introduced her as one of the best female rugby players I've ever seen in my life. And dude, I mean, that girl balls. Yeah. She goes, she goes 110% out there. And uh, yeah, it was always incredible watching her play. You know, she, she did those, uh, she did those tackles where it wasn't those like aggressive smash tackles. It was like the, she grabbed some chicken, like did this, like, swing around and fling them to the ground you know so just using their momentum against them is incredible like whip them down then yeah. also take the ball then also exactly. turn it into a counterattack. yeah wow. <laughs> okay anyway back yeah. to trey um <laughs> uh that's awesome man i love to hear that that's a beautiful thing i actually like i thought you were going to talk about this job and I don't know that everyone quite understands. Like you talk about this training, this job, like quite the extent that went into it. Um, I mean, you talked about how hard you were grinding on the, on the preparation, the exams. I mean, tell us a little bit about that. Like we saw that one badass photo as you were heading into the flight simulator, but uh, (laughs) tell us a little bit about that process in this new job. Yeah. I mean, man, that process, um, you know, and I'm sure people love to hear it. Like the amount of training that, that we have to go through to fly, you know, these big planes that either carry cargo or carry people on it, I mean, is, is, you know, it's, it's intense, man. Like it'll, it'll drive you to your last nerve if you're, uh, you know, if you weren't really expecting it to be really hard, which uh, I was expecting it to be hard, but man, I mean, I'm sure, you know, you guys remember, like, I don't think I, I don't think I ever replied to that group to our group chat for like a month, just because when I first got there, I was so overwhelmed with what I had to, with what I had to start studying and, everything I had to know. And man, it was, it was crazy. I mean, like we have to, we have to be able to pull that airplane apart and put it back together. You know, when you're talking about, you know, these big ass, big ass machines, man, the, the amount of information was just overwhelming. And then somehow you get through it, you know? God, that, I mean, that's intense. So you both have to know the, the schematics of how it runs in terms oh, of a machine. And you have to be able to operate that machine And you have to know all of the communication aspects with air traffic control and, you know, national, domestic, international travel. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, and then on top of all that, you got to know everything you need when, when shit goes wrong, you know? Right. You know, if your engine fails or your, your wheels don't come down or, you know, all these crazy things that you kind of, that we have to go through full on training and memorize procedures and, it's it was it was nuts. It's making my palms sweat just thinking about it. <laughs> so talk to me, like how long were you? Because you had already been a pilot, but then you took the step up to yeah. um, work for for Amazon, correct? 
Yeah, and it's actually it's a company called Atlas, and so Amazon they own the planes, but they don't have any kind of flight department. So they're like, we want right. these planes to be flown. So Atlas, you guys have all the training and the pilots and the know how to run this. So it's almost like we our company is a contractor for. I was just saying, it's like subcontracting. Exactly. Yeah, we run their their organization for them. Or their, so their you have been doing private flights for a prominent football agent in like I the NCAA it. circuit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was him and another guy who uh, he was like a, a big time, um, you know, like furniture retail, retail uh, owner. Yeah, they uh, they both owned the plane together, and yeah, we I I think I flew with them for about three years, maybe a little over. And so were they. Wait, they were in furniture or they were sports agents? They were they were both. So it was like two guys went in <laughs> went in a partnership. <laughs> two dudes went into a partnership on this airplane. And uh, that's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, we kind of worked for both of them at the same time. Cause I remember you were like flying to all the big NCAA football games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he he was he was a big time and we were down in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, like, man, friggin' twice a month. Dudes uh yeah, he was he was big in with uh, Alabama. And so then, how long was this process to train and get certified and get in with Atlas? Because because you got accepted and then the training. Yeah, man, I got accepted and then they gave me you know they gave me a class date shit like six months later you know after I got accepted into it so I kind of had to coast in that last job um, and you know it seemed like it seemed like our company at the time was you know there was. Uh, they might disband. So, uh, you know, it was actually kind of good that I was looking at the time, but I, I didn't know, you know. Right. Um, but yeah. And then once I started, I mean, I got there in late January and got home early April, I think. Wow. Yeah. So four months. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like uh, seven days know, a week. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes in the beginning, we had weekends off. And then uh, as it went through, it was kind of just, you know, I think we had to have one day off a week at least. Like we was mandatory just to give us a break, you know. And were you like regularly taking high stakes exams? Uh not regularly. Um there were there were two high stakes exams. So one of them was called the uh it's like an FAA oral exam where you sit down with a guy and he just I mean, he just grills you with questions about the airplane, about the procedures, about one on one. Oh, one-on-one. Yeah. About all the, all the systems of the airplane and how they work. If things go wrong, how do you, you know, what, it's crazy. You know, they'll, they'll pull out, you know, you've seen inside a cockpit where there's just like a thousand buttons and switches in there. I mean, they'll pull out the schematics of that and be like, what does this switch do? If this is broken, how do you fix it? Like, what does this button do? If this light comes on, what do you do? I mean, it's, it's, yeah. So that that's, is crazy. Yeah, the studying for that's pretty overwhelming. And then, you know, and then you do a flight exam. Yeah, I imagine. Uh, and the flight exam is, you know, equally as difficult, you know, because it's basically everything goes wrong and you just kind of have to handle it, you know. How long is that exam? <sighs> Man, that thing was like three hours long. Just you in a simulator? Yeah, me and, and you know, we had like, they're called. Well, you support. and like a. Yes, it's they're called seat support. So it's like another instructor sits in there with me as the as my co-pilot. But you know, he's yeah, not but they're testing you. They're not yeah. really helping you. No, no, exactly. Yeah, they, they can't. It's help so stressful. Yeah, and the worst part about you know, honestly, it's it's terrible in the aviation industry where if you fail one of those tests, 
that is on your permanent record forever that you failed one of these like aviation exams just like a red flag yeah almost yeah and i mean you know it, it gets to the point where you know guys sometimes lie about it <laughs> because they have it and they're like shit man it stays with me forever so if you ever try to like leave and go to another company they'll see that you know and if you lie about it they'll they'll find it in your records so yeah that just, is wild man just adds to the stress you know I can see why you were stressing. I can see why it must feel so good to kind of be past that and and seeing this job through and starting to kind of gain familiarity and and really and really kind of hit your stride. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, I mean, man. And honestly, like this company is even better than I thought it was going to be. Um, they, they they treat all of us so so well, and everyone's really great to work with. It's it's honestly been a uh, been the dream so far. That's wonderful, Trey. Yeah. I've heard Amazon's doing well too. So I think like you guys will probably be in business for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I hope so <laughs> for my sake. <laughs> I think, I think, I think they're a functional company. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's awesome, man. Well, Hey, to shift gears here for a minute. Um, I wanted to ask you as well, Trey, what have you been reflecting on? Man, once again, I've been, uh, you know, I've spent a lot of time alone over the past six months, you know, since this whole, or six months, however long it's been, uh, since January, you know, since I've kind of been on this whole little journey and, uh, man, I've just been reflecting on, uh, you know, my life this far and like, you know, all the, all the things that happened in the past that kind of, that made it, you know, possible for me to be here now. And, uh, you know, all the people I've, I know and, you know, the relationship that I'm in and the family that I have. And yeah, honestly, man, I've, I've been in a major reflection mode over the past few months. Um, and I think, you know, mainly because of all the time I've spent alone, but, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's been, been like, I've just been reflecting on how grateful I am for like the life I've had so far. And, uh, I've kind of had this, you know, I've been reflecting on that, that feeling particularly, um, you know, kind of, especially over the last couple of months, you know, now that, now that I've had this new job and, you know, I'm getting married and I, I've just got the best family and friends in the world. And honestly, like, I'm, I'm just so happy all the time that I, I'm always like, man, how, how did I get to this point? You know, we're, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know how to, you know, hit that one any harder, but yeah, man, I've just been reflecting on life. Dude, you are the happiest motherfucker too. Dude, I'm, I, every day I'm like fucking just happy as shit to like be alive, be where I am, be, you know. You're happy. laughing, you're smiling. I mean, you're. Just, I'm, we're just going to have you in stitches for fucking three days in Memphis. It's going to be <laughs> yeah, great. Man, I hope so. I'm looking forward to it. It's so going to be saying. like laughing and crying, but that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> oh, there's going to be some crying. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I am 100% a crier. Yes. Well, I mean, you're an emotional man, you know, you're, you're appreciative, yeah. you're in tune with it. You know, that's, mm -hmm. I love it. Um, dude, I mean, that, that's interesting. You bring that up. Uh, Cause I don't think that's something that uh, I would often think about in reference to like flying and, and that kind of preparation. But, but like, as you said, right. Like when you are in cruise control, you know, you got some music on and you have time to reflect and, um, it's funny, like if you, if you go on a long drive and you end up in like a beautiful section, right? You're going solo. Um, you kind of get to thinking, right? And yeah. man, I don't know. I feel like it's like a times ten multiplier when you're just like thirty thousand feet in the air, <laughs> flying above the clouds, like yeah, to man. your 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 reflection ability and your thinking and um, your meditation on life. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, hey, you know, I mean, you know, a beautiful scene is all relative to whoever's looking at it, you know. And so, but yeah, I mean, looking at yeah, you know, the other day I got to fly over the Grand Canyon. That was fucking sweet, you know, like looking down there, checking out, checking out the Grand Canyon from like thirty nine thousand feet. I'm like, man, this is amazing, right? Like, and even just yeah. the regular parts of the country, you're just like, this is so fucking cool. Yeah, and the uh, clouds and the sunsets yeah. and the 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 even the nighttime like oh yeah it's incredible yeah and, and the other that same flight that i flew over the grand canyon i flew over denver and i could just like feel that good juju from lucy coming out from that city i was like i know he's down there i oh. know he's down there somewhere you know you Kept know luciano was sending those vibes up he was yeah i could feel it <laughs> i'm sending him vibes right now because and oh. trey i'm not sure if you're aware of this but i i also had an ipa i was sipping on but I, I double fisted because I knew that we were going to be recording. I wanted to be prepared. I also had a mezcal tequila orange juice drink. Ooh. Oh, man. So that, I love that. That's my right hand. The beer is my left hand. Man, I'm excited for him to be in town to, like, show me the, show me the way with, with some good mezcals, you know? He's going to, like, slink off to a, a local liquor store and just come back with a bottle of mezcal and, and oh, probably insist that we all drink it um, <laughs> yeah. if I had yeah. to guess. Yeah, I hope so. But that sounds great. I can't wait. Um, you talk about reflecting and you're, you know, you're flying, you're studying, which is like a different type of reflection. It's yeah. like you're working to better yourself and better your, your life and your future, which obviously involves Tiffany, who's also involved in next month's activity. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man, like you talk about gratitude, but what are some specifics you've been reflecting on? I mean man i don't know i mean just you know reflecting on all the hard work that i put in you know to kind of be where i am now and how you know reflecting on those hard decisions back when i was you know mid-20s hating my job you know not not really liking you know the path that i was on and kind of having that you know what job was that that was that that one in hong kong <laughs> you know <laughs> selling selling like protein and shit you know just wasn't fulfilling you know, there's right. nothing fulfilling about it and it was just hard work and you know, there's no real reward to anything. And I don't know, you know, it's, a, it, it took a lot, you know, the amount of work I've gone, I've gone through to get to this point now, um, it's kind of, has kind of just been like over the years overwhelming. And, you know, there were some, there were some times that it broke me and some times that I thought, you know, maybe this wasn't for me because I wasn't doing well. And, you know, and I kind of got, got all through it. And, I'm, you know, that, those are the kind of things that, I've just been reflecting a lot about, you know, I'm, I'm glad I've stuck through it and I'm glad I'm, you know, I'm glad I am who I am. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just like happy to be in this life and, you know, have all the family that I have and the friends that I have and the life that I have. And just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Those are, I know that's not very specific, but. Me know. too, buddy. I'm, I'm glad you are who you are. And, and, and man, I, I'm glad. Uh, and I think I speak for all of rally town. Like, I'm so glad that you were at Nigel's wedding and that we reconnected in the way that we did and that yeah, me too. that that this flower has has bl blossomed um in such an incredible fashion, right? Like I I Hell I, yeah. It, yeah it, and it, you know what here? I've I've got a, I've got something specific and I was just talking about this with, with this with Tiffany the other day. Uh I've been reflecting on this this friend group, you know, the rally squad. It's a bunch of it is a group of guys who are leaders, hard workers, hard partiers, and good people, you know, and it's, 
everyone is always there to be a good moral support and a good example. And everyone's always pushing each other. And, you know, Tiffany and I, we, I mean, we talk about this, this friend group all the time. And it's just like, you know, not many people are fortunate to have a group like this. And it's, you know, I'm always so grateful to be, to be one, to be part of it. And, you know, to have like this, this group around, you know, at all times that, you know, you could, I could call each and every one of them, each and every one of us in this group and someone's going to be there and someone's going to be there. Like, you know, if you need, if you need your tires pumped up, they're going to do it for you. You know, if you're in a slump, they're going to get you out of it. Literally and metaphorically, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I agree, man. I, I agree so much. And I, I, I love that. And I, I love that it's such a, a wide ranging group, right? Like it's, um, we, we've gone down a bunch of different paths and we all have some kind of, we all have distinct individual personalities and styles and, um, and yet there's still such a deep, deep love, which is, is, is unique and, uh, and something to be appreciated. And, and it's the kind of group that, I mean, it's the kind of group of guys that can get along with anyone, right? Like, yeah. and, and that speaks volumes to, to how these guys have become close with like my group of friends here in New Hampshire, as the first few MLKs were in New Hampshire, um, you know, how Trey or uh, sorry, how Frank has been at like a bunch of the weddings. Um, and what I was going to say is how Trey, you need to get to New Hampshire um, oh, so that man. you can start meeting I this know. New Hampshire squad. You know, Neil, I Dude. think. I know Neil. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that'll be, yeah. I know that seven foot tall man, you know? Can't and you might have met some of the other guys at our graduation, um, but that was likely, that memory is is probably fuzzy. Um. Yeah, definitely. yeah. Well, Neil, Neil, I've partied with a bunch of times at Eckerd, but the other guys I just, I kind of like met casually, you know? Right. Um, but Shout so your, your, your New Hampshire excursion awaits. Oh man. Yeah. Tiffany and I, we talked, well, and, after this wedding's done, dude, Tiffany and I are going to travel all over the country every chance we get, you know. And when we're married, she'll have, like, travel perks with the company that I work with. So, you know, we'll, we'll be able to go everywhere. And we are definitely going to go check, going to go visit you guys. Let's go, dude. Let's go. Yeah. Um, New Hampshire, dude. Top five state. No joke. Uh, <laughs> gorgeous. Dude, my, my, I got family in New Hampshire. It, I freaking love that state. It's gorgeous. You know, it gets, it gets a little cold and snowy in the winter, but you know. All right. Watch it. Um, <laughs> that's probably a good spot to take a break. Uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah. We will be right back with the lightning round after a word from our sponsors. This episode of Catch Up and Rally is brought to you by. Hello and good evening from NPR News. And now a word from one of our sponsors. Craft Seltzers. Have you ever found yourself out with a group of intellectuals at a bar and wanting your own craft beverage? But you're gluten intolerant, so beer is out of the question. Welcoming our all new line of Craft Seltzers. Now a word from one of our users. Ichabod, tell us something about our craft seltzer. I have often found myself wanting to stay sharp and not wanting the impaired effects of alcohol. And I have turned to craft seltzer in that moment. I want to analyze the most recent Dead Radio Hour or international 
policy. And thus a beer would impair my thoughts, as would flirting with a female. So I turn to lemon lime craft seltzer or my favorite flavor, passion fruit. Wow, those were riveting words from one of our real users, one of the future minds and leading intellectuals of the future. That's right, Jason. That we kind of also person. have word from another user who often uses the seltzer in a unique scenario. Turn to him now. His name is Jeremiah. Hi, yes, I'm Jeremiah, and I'm uh, calling in from uh, the middle of nowhere, New Hampshire. And, uh, you know, I'm uh, living in a state with a lot of uh, outdoor activities, but I'm an agoraphobic, so I'm afraid to go outside. But this new craft seltzer has given me the gusto to get up off my feet and walk out that front door only to the street to observe the outdoors and then come back. Craft seltzer. Wow. Jason, that is just great to hear from Jeremiah, who uses craft seltzer as a way to cope with living in one of the worst states in our union. Yes, and, and not only does this, does this company make craft seltzer, but... They are also introducing soon a whole new line of craft kombucha alcoholic beverages for the well, lighthearted people who are also gluten intolerant. Well, I'll tell you what, my future is looking bright with craft seltzer. Craft seltzer, a brighter future. Suck one down. <laughs> And welcome back. We have the lightning round left. You don't get to escape here without a little thunderstorm action. Uh, um, right. Let's jump into it. Trey, are you ready? Uh, yeah, 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 I'm ready. I think. All right, lightning round. Fast questions. Fast answers. All right? No all pausing. Right. There's, 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 a, there's a referee. He's checking. Um, first question. Finish this sentence. If the rally bell rings. The big dog sings. Ooh, damn. Um, book you are currently reading. Oh, man. Book I'm currently reading is called uh, Sizing People Up. But, man, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty boring. What's it about? It's like this, like, a former FBI agent talks about how to, like, size people up and, you know, like, kind of. It's like all about human behavior and how to gauge somebody's behavior based on their body language and all that. But it, 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 it's so far very all self-explanatory. You know, it's not very informative. How about this last book you read you were fired up on? The last book I read that I was fired up on was called The Sacred History of the World. Who's that by? Uh, Is that Graham Hancock? No, I think it's Mark Booth. Damn. Yeah, Good. Pretty, pretty, pretty book, yeah. All right. Something delicious you ate recently. Oh, man. Beef brisket down in Texas. Or down in Texas. I'm here now. <laughs> in another part of Texas. Yeah, beef brisket. <laughs> beef brisket, yeah. Let's go. Um, where you and Tiffany are going for your honeymoon? Uh, 
man, that is yet to be decided. <laughs> is it happening immediately or are you doing a no, little delay? No, it's not going to happen immediately, but definitely in the following, like, maybe six months. Cool. Yeah. Because she, she just started a new job, too. Exactly. Yeah, she just started a new job. Cool. Um, something you were excited for about marrying Tiffany? Uh, oh, man, you got me. I mean, like, I'm excited for everything about, you know, Oh, you know what? Starting a family with that with that woman. That's what Ooh. I'm for. Yeah. God, you're such a romantic. Uh, <laughs> who's the better cook? You or Tiffany? Me. Me, I am. Go-to meal that you cook? Uh, go-to meal? Oh, man. Some fried rice dishes. Let's go. What? Did you live in Hong Kong or something? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, grew up in Asia. I don't know, man. I just love my fried rice, you know. I love that. Uh, a quote or saying you've been coming back to recently. Oh man, my sisters would love this, but this is like my, my saying and that my saying is life is legendary because everything about it is, I love it, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Um, class at Eckerd, you wish you could retake. Oh, quest for meaning. I love that class. <laughs> ah, that's awesome Eckerd would be so proud to hear you say that Dude, I love like discussion based class where you just talk about life and issues you know like that I love that class let's go um senior year dude god the amount of yeah. times I was hung over for that class <laughs> same Jesus Christ she's like oh man I'm just gonna talk about life now with my professor still carrying <laughs> the team in the discussion you know I was like Jordan in the flu game <laughs> Oh, I was like showing up, sweaty, headache, <laughs> Gatorade, still yeah. racking up the points yeah. in the discussion. Yeah. Right. Dog, is there ever a time that you that you're not carrying the team? I mean, I don't know. That's not really something you know, that I've ever heard of you not doing. Uh, you know, I'm I'm wi- I'm willing to step up and quest for meaning with Professor Sears was one of those moments. Yeah. Did I have Sears? I can't remember what was his name. I don't know. Um, <laughs> movie worth rewatching. Shit, movie worth rewatching. Shit. Oh man. Uh, Lightning <laughs> round, Trey. I don't know, man. <laughs> Do you know what a movie I've seen a million times recently and I still love it is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. There you go. Wow. That is not what I expected. <laughs> I love that movie. I don't know why. Oh, hell yeah. Um, top five television season. Go. Top five television seasons. No, no, not, you don't have to name all five. Just name one. One season that's in the top five all time. Like of TV shows? Yeah. I probably worded that question wrong. Yeah. Damn, man. Uh, oh, oh, God. What was that one called? Uh, His Dark Materials. I love that show. Really? Oh, yeah. Dude, you are full of surprises. Yeah, I love that show. I love this. I'm just learning more about Trey right now. <laughs> um, if you didn't live in Tennessee, state you'd live in. Man, if I didn't live in Tennessee, man. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this question pains you. You're like, nah, <laughs> yeah, shit, man. I can't pick I'd Tennessee. Love, <laughs> I'd love to live overseas again. Uh, you know, love no, Trey. Country. That's not the question. Uh, what state? I know. Shit. This probably, thunderstorm I'd, I'd is kicking your ass. I'd probably live in Florida. Steve Frano is smiling. 
Oh, I know. <laughs> um, and last, something you're looking forward to this year. Oh, man, uh, being married to Tiffany and traveling a lot more with her. First place you're going. First place we're going. Shit, man. You can say New Hampshire. Don't be shy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, where, where, wherever her heart desires, you know, I mean, we can go anywhere. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I hope she listens to this because you were a friggin' romantic throughout the whole thing. I'll, um, I'll even, you know what? I'll even rent a plane and fly her there myself, wherever she wants to go, you know? Well, you know what, Trey? It's hard to end with a more baller answer than that. Um, <laughs> the thunderstorm has dissipated. Uh, air traffic control says you're good to fly. Uh, <laughs> and that that's it for the lightning round. Um, this was awesome, man. It's so good to catch up with you. Um, we talked about it earlier, but I can't tell you how excited I am to see you in a couple weeks. Um, and to celebrate your love, um, with a woman who I think is absolutely incredible. Um, and yeah, man, but life is good. Life is legendary. Life is legendary, man. Thanks for having me on here. It was a pleasure, man. I, I really enjoyed catching up with you. You as well, man. Well, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll see you in a month. Hey, I'll, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you probably, you know, tomorrow or something. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Hey, have a safe flight out of Houston. Uh, and this has been the catch up and rally podcast. Trey, I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Catch Up and Rally. Stay tuned for more episodes coming soon. Was I supposed to hang up? No, you dingus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I thought it I thought when it said stop recording, it was uh, dude, I don't know this app, man. I thought it was gonna stop like recording, but we'd still be on there. And I was like, wait. <laughs> I, I was like, on. I was like signing off the podcast and ready to explain like the last part, and you just hung up on me. I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry about that, man. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna be rattled if Trey like throws his phone down and like jogs down to the fucking lobby or something. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.